I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey Ramblers, we're back with another Patreon episode from the Archive to keep you company during this sultry summer days. Yesterday, we welcomed you to the film club. Well, today, come join us in The Five Hive. This is one of our Patreon uh, mini-series where every Sunday we explore and debate different football top fives, from speedsters to villains to football kits. But one of our favourites in the series was the best games we've been to see live. So sit back and enjoy as myself and Andy share our... Our top five favourite live games with one Marcus Speller. Enjoy! Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new Patreon show called The Five Hive. Woo! With me, Marcus Speller, and Pete Donaldson, and Andy Brassel. Hello! Hello! Oh! Hello! Hello. <laughs> Pete, you're in you're in the five hive. Are you are you, are you in the five it? hive? I'm drinking five alive. The drink. Remember the f- drink from the eighties? Yes, the five alive. And I'm do. having a f- the five hive. Yeah, and I'm and I'm hanging out with the queen bee, Marcus Bella, with the five hive. <laughs> uh, which um, which English pop band are you hanging out with? Um, uh, say it. No, say it. Uh, you can't uh, think I'm of another one. Surely you can think of another one. I'm trying to think about the, who's the one who had 19 members. Oh, uh, so um, solid crew. So solid crew. I'm hanging yeah, out with so, yeah, so solid crew. Solid crew. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's hanging out with nine one one. Well, uh, everybody, the, this the five hive. 
it's it's favorite fives that's what it is <laughs> i would say top fives. fives but we're not necessarily going to rank them today no. um so gentlemen i we, we we are duly gathered today to talk about your twos's favorite five football matches that you've ever been to and 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it's favourite. So it may not be yeah. of the best quality. It may some, something no. memorable happen. It could be the best quality. It could be an absolute barn burner. It could be the prestige of the event that that sucked you in and and left you joyful. Um, mm. But the less about that kind of stuff, the better, I think. Andy, five of your favourite matches that you I, uh, have... your top five in no particular order. Yes. Well, actually, I've decided I will provide them in chronological order, um, starting with the el- the oldest first. Right. Mm. Um, so, firstly, I'm going to go for Wimbledon 2, Watford 1 in 1988. A dreadful okay. start, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you say it's a dreadful start. I do, Andy. Nobody I'm, knows I'm that smelling, game. I'm smelling red cards. Yeah. I can smell red cards. <laughs> it, uh, you, you smell well, Peter. You smell well. <laughs> All right. Um, that, that is, it was, it was the quarter final in the year that Wimbledon won the cup. Mm, why don't you just choose the final? Were you there? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. We didn't have the money to go. Oh, right, okay. Ah, cut your quip dead yeah. there, didn't I? Yeah. I just, you, you should have been a better saver, quite frankly. <laughs> better saver. <laughs> what, 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 sa- what are you saying? I was putting everything I could in that little red plastic elephant. I'm saying what I think what you've done is a disgrace, Andy. <laughs> right. Well, those little okay. TSB pigs or whatever they were. Exactly, right. Okay, so we'll get to the details in a minute. So that's your first one. <laughs> Some muggy little quarterfinal FA Cup in the 80s. Brilliant. Andy, right. pick it up for crying out loud. What's next? Um, November 2003. Yeah. Monaco 8, Deportivo La Coruña 3. There you go, oh. Brassel. That's what we're here for. Better. Right. People I'll, remember I'll, tell, I'll tell you what Monaco 8, Deportivo La Coruña 3 was really missing. Brian Gale getting sent off. <laughs> what are you going to say? A clean sheet? Um, yeah. bit... That's what it was missing. Right, okay. <laughs> next one. Uh, the next one would be Fenerbahce 2, Galatasaray 2 from 2012. All right, okay. I can see mm. what, what you're doing with that. Next one. Um, Watford, who've done oh, very bloody out. well out of this, yeah. I have to say. 3, Leicester 1 from 2013. Playoff? Yeah, playoff. Semi-final. Uh, semi-second leg. Yeah, all right, okay. So we all remember the Best ending to any football match I've ever seen. All right, we'll come okay. back to that. Yeah, and, and your, final, uh, your final one? Uh, Roma 2, Verona 2 from last year. Okay, okay. Okay. Mm, I thought okay. there might be a, maybe just one or two more foreign matches in there. But okay. <laughs> mm. All right, okay, Andy. So your, your first one, let's get that one out of the way. Um, because it's disgusted you so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete sniffed red cards. Mm. Uh, is he right? Uh, yes, he is. Mm. So at that point, Watford were heading for relegation that season um but basically um Wimbledon went one nil down in the first half and very very nervous it seemed um even though they were much better than Watford that season went a goal down and then Malcolm Allen who had scored the opening goal was to quote uh, a popular ramble ident or almost quote a popular ramble ident uh, quite literally punched in the throat by uh, Brian Gale Right. Who then complained as he was sent off? It was yeah. the eighties, um, and it was it it was brilliant as he walked down the tunnel. Um, you know, sometimes you you get a, a a coach or a manager gives a conciliatory pat to the player as he's gone off. Yeah. It, it, Bobby Gould literally stood up and pointed at him and said, "Get off! What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> which, Bobby which Gould. Is, 
which is pretty good. But yeah. anyway, so Wimbledon yeah. needed to bring on a, a centre-back to replace Gale at half-time. Right. They bring on Eric Young. He scores the equaliser within three minutes. And then John Fashionu scores the winner. And there you go. You thought John Fashionu couldn't be involved in anything good. Well, well I do. I was, to... Andy, I watch Gladiators. Okay, thank you very much. For those, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I suspect he was doing several awoogas under his breath yeah. after the winner. You know, it was it was amazing because that, that whole season, that was the first season that I um, regularly went to football, actually. Mm, um, the birth of Brassel. Yeah, and it was it was amazing. I mean, because as y- you may be aware, the mm-hmm. old plough lane was a really ramshackle little ground. But I just Shit remember old. like... Go, well, you can say that. Yeah. Uh, but you you were so it was it was an amazing place to go and watch football when you were a kid because you were so close to these these first division players, yeah, these, these or, thugs, or top flight players. You were so close to the thugs by the sound of it. <laughs> that, that that was a team who needed a running track. Let's be honest. For, for what it's worth, Brian, you say the thugs. Brian Gale wasn't there for the second half, as we've already <laughs> right, okay, established. Right. Yes. But just that that whole season where I went to most of the home games, mm. like. That was what made me love going to football, and that was that was an imperfect but incredibly exciting afternoon. I loved it. Fair loved enough, it so Andy. Much. Fair enough. So we we then jump a number of years forward um, to uh, Monaco Eight Deportivo, lack of talent as a five-a-side team in an old league I used to play before. <laughs> was cool. uh, three, and this was at the um, the King Chaps Stadium in Monaco. Stade Louis Yeah, uh, yeah. which I've never been to. I think of when I think of the King uh, Stade Louis de Stadium, whatever his face is. Uh, I think of the Super Cup. It used to be held there every time. Yes. But there have been some big Champions League wins for the um, the uh, very well, uh, very low attended Monaco Football Club. Yeah, um, Chelsea um, in the two thousand four semis. Mm-hmm. Man City, um, Manchester City. That's another classic, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, um, there's, there's quite a few, but but eight three, Andy. Could you believe? that you were witnessing that when you were there. No, it was, you know, we were laughing as we left the stadium because it was just so absurd uh, and, and exciting. Uh, Monaco went, went up, one up in the first minute, I think it was, Jerome Rotten scored um, with a lob. After that, um, Dado Perso, who was very much only playing because Fernando Morientes wasn't fit, scored four and by the end he'd run out of celebrations and he did this ridiculous <laughs> a bit like Cavani a machine gun celebration it's like come on mate you yeah. know let's not take the piss here you, you, you've, you've scored your goals you've had your fun let's not play the big one mm. um, but he, he didn't even score the best goal of that game the best goal of that game was by Edouard Cisse who um, chipped Gustavo Manua from about 40 yards which yeah, was no. which was Pretty, pretty amazing. But, but yeah, great Monaco, Monaco side. Ludovic Julie, uh, Rotten, uh, Rodriguez, Givet, um, Evra. It was a terrific side. Of course, they got all the way to the final. Yeah, I was going to say that. This, this almost ended up being like a precursor to the final because, of course, if Monaco, uh, Mourinho's Porto hadn't completely ground down Deportivo in the second leg of the semi final, it would have been a Monaco Deport final. Yeah. And also, who scored that day for um, Deportivo, one uh, 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 Lionel Sebastian Scaloni, who, of yeah. course, uh, uh, just um, managed Argentina to uh, World Cup glory. Who had an 
absolute nightmare despite scoring that goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not I like that though. Nobody ever remembers the nightmares, do they? No. no. If, you, if you slot one home, you're just like, well, yeah. you just remember this bit. <laughs> just remember also, also as well, where, where we were stood, we were stood on this really nice little balcony in one corner of the stadium where you could drink beers while you're watching the game. Mm. I like it. I do, like that. Do you like the stadium, Andy? What do you think of it? It's a little bit. I weird. thought you were going to say, "Do you like beers?" No, not anymore. No, I know, I, I know, I know you don't. <laughs> no, you, you, no, you, the, you're the, massive loser. Um, <laughs> the, the stadium yeah. is very much like a car park with grass on it. <laughs> it is, it's got strong pub car park vibes to it, which is quite ironic given it's Monaco. You, yeah, it? and also you make it sound a bit working class. Yeah. It's, it's Monaco. Exactly. It's, it's, it's no. really not. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember going to my first away game with Leon there. And the bit where they keep you in for 15 minutes at the end, you're looking off the back of the terrace and you can see like seven super yachts. Lovely. <laughs> Andy, nice. like have it. you mentioned this game because you knew I would say, is this the season that you did your book, the Champions League book? Uh, that's not why I mentioned it, but yes, I did. Okay, clever, very clever. Yeah. Uh, wait, right, what was your next game? I can't remember. Uh, Fenerbahce 2, Galatasaray 2. Yeah, so that's big stuff. That's big stuff. The, the first game I went to in Turkey in, in, in 2012 amazing yeah. what an incredible atmosphere despite the fact that they didn't have away fans at the derby then and obviously a, a derby is or any football match is always better when you have the back and forth between the fans away fans had relatively recently been banned because there was a fight of such ferocity in a wheelchair basketball game between Galatasaray and Bajiktas that the police had to wade in with tear gas and truncheons that is so, absolutely outrageous do you, yeah. do you ever sort of think with like kind of I'm going to say scuffles like this uh, when, <laughs> when, when there's when there's scuffles like this like like I imagine like police and anybody kind of like who's not used to it kind of so well the world being in the middle of that kind of melee like they must think well the world will never go back to normal like <laughs> And yet football fans see this shit all the time. They see loads of people being dickheads all of the time. But if I, if you're not into football and you suddenly see 2,000 dickheads being dickheads at the same time, you're going, well, the world can never be the same again because it turns out the dickheads have taken over. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. madness. The police, right police will see that all the time going, well, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm yeah. going to hug my kids tight tonight because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because the dickheads have taken over. Yeah. But if those <laughs> children try and run at me, I will club them. Um, <laughs> have you ever been involved or even in, started in, a riot? Yeah. Violence. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever Have you ever been like near it or dare I even suggest among it? You can tell us. We're not going to imprison you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure I've told this story before. Not that that normally stops me. No. But... Um, I think the, the the most scared I've been at a football match was the Olympiakos Panathinaikos oh, yes. derby in Greece, where but basic, basically basically it didn't happen, did it? No, it di- it didn't because the um, Olympiakos players came straight off the coach into the stadium, so they didn't have to hang around and put up with shit from the locals. Clever. Walked onto the pitch, and they'd been on it about fifteen seconds when Alfred Fimbogason got hit in the back of the calf by a flare. And they decided at that point, basically, that they weren't going to play. There was some protracted negotiations. And then 25 minutes after it was meant to start, they announced mm-hmm. that it wasn't going to happen. Um, the flare-firing ultras and the police got stuck into each other, first from a distance yeah. and then from much closer quarters. And it was like... Presumably that was the police's idea. We've got to get close to them. Yeah. They've got these flares. They've got, they've got well, long it was, range. It, that's it. It was 45 minutes of just trying to stay away from the police oh, yeah. because the, if you were next to the police you were, you were in trouble because they were getting players fired at them right. Uh, right. and just just when we thought we'd, we'd 
sort of got out of the stadium and all was cool, some uh, young Panathinaikos fans emerged from behind a bin and started lobbing rocks at us. All right. Wow. Ooh. From behind a bin. fine, though. You've got to think, if you're getting... <laughs> Rocks lobbed at you they from don't behind like your the bin. It's, I mean, out of things that have happened to you, <laughs> yeah. it's rather upsetting, isn't it? How did I get to? How did I get to this position? Yeah. People are lobbing rocks at me from behind a bin. Well, I mean, for, for what for what it's worth, Pete, it was before I was involved fully with the ramble, so yeah. it's, it's, it's not for any okay. output that I might have put out on this <laughs> an, an yeah. associated show. That's what if I, anything, I mean, the rocks have increased. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah. Me, me, me on the ramble, it's essentially my version of sports washing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm cleaning it's, it's my an image. outreach program for <laughs> us, us, us pro- problematic, troubled youths. You're damn right. Yeah. But, but, uh, so, any, Fenerbahce and Galatasaray, did, who was playing in that game? Any big names? Yeah, well, uh, Fenerbahce went 2 0 up quite early on. Yeah. Uh, Musa So, uh, bicycle kick, oh. which was astonishing. And then Alex, the Brazilian midfielder, Fenerbahce, sort of went, You think you're having the goal of the game? Like, yeah. fuck you are. And banged one in the top corner from like 25 so yards. So not, not Alex, the defender who played for Chelsea? <laughs> no, no. Yep. Alex, left footer midfielder yep. from Curitiba, who scored a shitload of goals uh-huh. from midfield for, for Fenerbahce. Lovely. And now has a golden statue of him outside the stadium. But God, that's um, a lovely any, old job. Anyway, Galatasaray came back, um, drew 2-2, and could have all but clinched the championship had Milan Baros not hit the crossbar in the last minute. But in between Milan. that, like after the 2-2 goal... Someone threw a lighter and it hit Fatty to rim just above the eye. Oh, yeah, he bled. Yeah, there was there was there was blood gushing out of him. The physio tried to patch him up and he angrily refused. Yeah. And then he explained himself afterwards and he said, "Well, I love Terry you, Butcher. You've got yeah, you got to be you got to be a leader for your players. I'm like, that, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm I'm sure like you can have a plaster <laughs> and still be a leader for your players. <laughs> Blimey, poor old Fatty. It, the ferocity of it was something." Okay, so what is it? If you, what, what are we up to? Three? You got two, two more? Yeah. Is that, what's the uh, Remind me Watford the versus Leicester. Yeah, so the great ending of that game. Nice. Yeah. I mean, one. the best ending I've ever been to at a football match, like I said. So the missed penalty. Um, so Watford are needing to, they need to win by two goals, don't they? Yes, and it would have gone into extra time because away goals don't ca- didn't count immediately. So what? So what was the score? So Leicester get a penalty in the dying seconds. And it's 2-1 to Watford at this point. Two all in aggregate. Uh, Yes, and so if Knockhart scores this penalty right at the end of stoppage time, um, which he dives to win, um, <laughs> then, People forget then it's that. all over. Um, <laughs> so Knockhart takes it, Almunia saves it, Knockhart takes the follow-up, Almunia saves it again with his legs. <laughs> and so as it's cleared, I think it's Cassetti who boots it up into orbit. Like, it's, 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 all, like the, it's all going off. The, the stadium is already frothing. And then... It goes up the right-hand side. The ball comes in, and it's, it's Jonathan Hogg at the back post, I think, who, who you'd be tempted to have a header, but he cushions it back to Deeney. Deeney blasts it in the, the net. Yeah. The stadium goes nuts. Deeney goes nuts. At the time, the place where the journalists are sitting is at the back of a stand that's being renovated and it's got very few people in it. It's got some journalists at the back, and at the front, it's got a few a sort of overflow of players' relatives and stuff. And Troy Deeney takes his shirt off and just jumps towards his relatives. And he jumps and he just disappears. Because <laughs> what I didn't realise at the time is there's like a moat yeah. sort oh, of bet- no. in front of the main stand. And presumably he did see that because he was fine. If you look at the footage, it's, it's not nearly as dramatic as I'm describing it. <laughs> right. But basically, Deeney jumps and then just disappears. 
Yeah. Ah. It's like Mr. Ben. Or, uh, <laughs> the way Deeney scores that yeah. goal, it's, it is, he's almost trying to disrespect Anthony Knockout when he does that. He's like, oi, this is what you should have done, mate. <laughs> like he's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely right. It's it, sensationally good. That's but the whole the whole scenes. So it's like, get, get out. <laughs> you get this. He does get out the place it. So you get disappearing Deeney. Yeah. You get loads of fans on the pitch, some of whom have got flares. You get Zola running on the pitch and then slipping over because he's wearing the wrong yeah. shoes, basically. Yeah, <laughs> remarkable, remarkable. Yeah. It's sort of like those kind of like finishes. Only what was the um, what was the famous Dimilgas uh, goal with a volley? Oh, was, was, it, was that to go was up? That or was, that to win? was that a playoff final? Was that playoff semis or something? I can't remember. He's got a good. He's got a, a very good a goal. Massive in the volley, final. and it was like absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was that absolute banger. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure from that deep. was it. I'm sure it's, it's definitely one of the best playoff goals. I think compared yeah. next to next to um, Anthony Hopkins uh, from Crystal Windows. Palace. Yeah, true. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, definitely not Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> um, that would have been something, wouldn't it? Uh, wouldn't it? The, the wouldn't long it? Good Friday. Um, uh, right, and your last game, Andy, remind us. Uh, Roma 2, Verona 2 from last year. Very quickly, what made that so special? Um, it was my son who supported Roma since he was uh, tiny. Yeah. Um, it was it was his first game at Roma. Oh, and, nice. Um, he loved it so much. We got we got dropped at the wrong end of the stadium, the other end of the stadium than we wanted to. But we got out of the cab, and the first person we met, Romolo, the wolf mascot of Roma. Nice. So he got he got a picture <laughs> with him. It was it was delightful. <laughs> and like Roma came back from two 0 down to draw two all. Right. He had a wonderful day. Who scored and, the goals for Roma? Uh, Jose Bove and Christian Volpato. Okay. Because not interested. We, Weirdly, sickening, yeah. sickening memory from Andy. <laughs> Thank there. you. Absolutely Weird, weirdly, uh, Jose Mourinho throw on the kids in that to sal- salvage a game in the most un-Mourinho action ever. <laughs> but in the most Mourinho action ever, if I'd have like called up Jose Mourinho and go, "Hey, it's Roman's first game at the weekend. Could mm. you do something special for him?" He couldn't have done it better because he had a massive row with the referee, yeah. snatched the ball off him and booted it into the stand <laughs> and was then sent off to Lovely. a standing ovation. Lovely. Yeah, uh, look, and, and that's yeah. why you that's why everybody loves you as a manager, isn't it? Just yeah. just doing much stuff like that. Exactly. But what a what what a first game for well, the little had, man. And he arranged yeah. for you to have um the mascot, uh, you know, Romelu um, Lukaku, whatever his name is, to greet you. <laughs> Peter. I'm going to bash through mine nice and quick. Uh, number one, I mean, it's not in any particular order or time yeah. frame. Um, my first match uh, at Newcastle, 95, uh, Les Ferdinand uh, winning, uh, scoring one goal against Aston Villa. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Drunk, uh, it was just a one nil. really... 1-0. Yeah, it was it was a polite performance in Newcastle. They were knocking on the door all the match, but uh, uh, Tino and, um, you know, I just got to see all the... All the big guys. All the big guys. Which was um, the game when when Ferdinand couldn't stop scoring when he first joined Newcastle to the point of he want, he ran down to close down the goalkeeper as he cr- tried to clear it and the goalkeeper right. cleared it off his head. Oh, and, and it sort of pa- cannoned off him. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this wasn't was that it? much. This was Beardsley from deep whipping it in and 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 Les Ferdinand really sort of like. Um, 
really sort of uh, standard Les Ferdinand um, far post just just headering it in yeah. uh, first match went to see uh, 1-0 64th minute what I like about the PremierLeague.com uh, website is <laughs> it lists what time the goal went in but it also lists what time the assist happened <laughs> so it was Peter Beasley 64 Les Ferdinand 64 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> imagine it was like 62 or something yeah. that took a long time yeah it was a really slow <laughs> pass that deceived yeah. everybody um, <laughs> or a mazy run that he was, he was running rings around them and then eventually but it was but you look you look at that side and, and I'm looking at and you know again I, I remember very little about I remember mm. a, a pissed man uh, kicking a can and tripping over because yeah. uh, he was pissed and I remember my dad didn't know where we were me and my mate uh, Fraggle ginger lad Fraggle, um, Fraggle. Uh, and he he, like, he didn't know my dad took us to St. Joseph's Park said right. right meet me out here mm. when the match is finished right he hadn't seen how many people were in St James's <laughs> Park what was it, like 38,000 back then More, or something 35 think, yeah. and 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 uh, and so when he got out of the pub because he'd had a lovely you know two he, hours three hours in the, in the pub <laughs> he was he was he, he came out yeah. and he just saw 30 oh, odd no. thousand fucking Geordies coming down the stairs and going I've lost my kids and I've lost someone else's kids as well. Absolute fucking shoddy, shabby daddery from Stewie Donaldson. Absolute bollocks. But I did, but I did see a drunk man. Uh, I did, it was my first taste of like dr- seeing a drunk man embarrass himself in like public and everybody laugh at him. Yeah, no, he was just like a fat bloke. He had his hands oh. in his pockets oh. and he was excited by, he was, he was excited by, you know, Tino and Ginola yeah, and yeah. Beardsley and, Batty and Watson are doing their thing and he and he just kind of stacked it with his hands in his pockets and it was just <laughs> fucking hilarious. And I was like, oh, you can come here and embarrass yourself. Yeah. This is what football's all about. It's an eye-opener, isn't it? It's like It is, it's an eye-opener. It's an eye-closer think... for him because he really hit the fucking deck. <laughs> You're like, I, d- I don't normally see people that size and acting like that. And then people, <laughs> no. it's like, oh my goodness, this is... Where am I? I shouldn't. This is naughty, isn't it? This I is naughty. Know. Yeah, it's where it's like it's where the grown-ups are being naughty, yeah. being drunk and falling yeah, over. Yeah. But, yeah. but I didn't have to. Yeah, didn't have to go th- into a dark no. room or building to go through. So it was your no. dad in the strawberry. I don't know where he went to be honest. He, I mean, oh. he he, pro- he probably would have chosen the roughest looking flat roofed monstrosity mm. in So it could very well <laughs> have in, in in that era been 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 the strawberry to be well, honest uh, before it's redesigned. The well, black um, bull, one hundred percent. The black yeah, bull, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and did he find you all right? I mean, presumably he did. Eventually, yeah. but you could see he's a bit red faced, a bit confused, a bit. Oh, yeah. Was, was that the panic, about. or was that the anyway? <laughs> 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 
This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I fucking swear blind we fucking won this one, but turns out we didn't. Uh, <laughs> 1995 as well. Uh, Hartlepool 2, Darlington 4. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we won 4 0. And I'm looking at the You're records, I'm made. like, we didn't fucking win 4 0. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, did Hartlepool go 2 0 up? Because if they uh, did, no, it was you, one can be, one you confused the sides. <laughs> It was terrible. Um, but um, Stephen Halliday was my favourite player uh, back in the day for Hartlepool, and he scored. And Scott Sloan, uh, who is now a fireman in Tyneside, mm. uh, he scored as well. Uh, and it was just like, again, it, again, uh, it was the day that I saw a man sing Blue Moon. And he was so pissed. He just, he was behind me, and he had, he was double denim in, and he had a big ginger tash, like my tash, ginger, and big ginger hair. And he was like, and he, and he was a man An of age. He's, from he's, Avida he's probably like 70 now, but he was like cracking on for 50 then. And he, yeah. he was just going, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? He's fucking, and, and I was like, he's malfunctioned. I was 14 and I was like, what is, what is, why are the men doing this? Yeah. So yeah, it was just in the town end at uh, Victoria Park uh, doing that really. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun was had. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, but, I, I, I could swear blind that we won 4-0 and um, the ex-Chelsea and Newcastle striker, um, Joe Allen, did a, did a bicycle kick that hit the corner flag. But it wouldn't have been that match because he wasn't even fucking playing. No. So God knows. God knows what, what was happening What a great there. witness you'd be. Uh, Terrible. If, if Absolutely awful. What was I, the game? Marge, I have a photographic memory. <laughs> was it Scott Sellers who played for Hartlepool? Uh, oh, I don't know whether he flirted with it. They all kind of came through, didn't they? Beardsley, the Solano, player? they all kind of like floated no, through, your, didn't they, eventually? Who was the player that went, um, that you saw there and you ran on the pitch and everyone was Yeah, that, but that was Brian Honor's testimonial. That's probably quite a, a memorable game. And, and, and Newcastle United with Les Ferdinand and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's not I a think proper game, played as well. They 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 won four 0 But I mean, just there you go. That's just, what you get confused. That's what I'm getting confused. Uh, but, that, <laughs> but that was like, but that was like just seeing um, like a fucking good team that you know seeing Les Ferdinand jump three men high and yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 seeing the height of uh-huh. of Darren Peacock and just kind of like it just oh these guys off the telly are here. Yeah. And for and for some reason they know who um, Brian Honor is. <laughs> I don't think David Ginola would know who Brian Honor was. Yeah. But, Let's uh, try yeah. Marvel vibes to uh, Darren Peacock. I think. 
Yeah, I think so. He's got Brian an iconic, iconic, iconic kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. Ferdinand could, uh, if there was, if there was a cat stuck up a tree, they would just ask him, and he would just come along <laughs> yeah. and like jump up for let's, the head. He could just romance it down. Yeah, I'm not saying could. that let's fair, a cat, all cats want to fuck Les Ferdinand, but no. uh, look, um, if, if 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 what Paul Gascoigne says is true. <laughs> If all we've got is that. Um, right, uh, next one is... I'm going to go for a uh, match that happened. What year was this? 2020. Uh, Watford 3, Liverpool 0. Um, no, we, when you I, were there. I was there. I, you uh, were a, there. A, a Japanese hotelier yes. uh, was, came, to, came to town, came to yeah. London, that I met out in the sticks in, in Sakata oh. in, in northern Japan. And uh-huh. uh, he was like, Pete, can you get me a ticket to watch Liverpool? Because uh, like Minamino was playing and all, all that stuff. Um, Does your and lady so, know about this guy? Say again? Does your good lady know about this guy? They've never met, but he's a nice bloke. He's yeah, good, you, you know, should, just, you should just, keep just, it like that. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, and, and so I, 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 I managed to um, through um, pressing on uh, contacts that very much disappeared when there was a uh, a, a, um, a league cup final ticket. <laughs> um, leaned leaned on them to uh, to to get me a ticket to Watford uh, Liverpool, and, and they came yeah. up Trump's bless them, uh, and uh, they um, were great. And 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 so I took this um, Japanese hotelier who'd never seen a Premier League match, never seen an England match, mm. a, a match in England, uh, and he loved you know he loves football, and he loved um, uh, he just loved Premier League football in general. I don't think he's a Liverpool fan, but he just wanted to see mm. Liverpool play because the minimum collection. Uh, and uh, <laughs> fucking they they hadn't lost no. all season. That was that incredible and, season. And, they had, yeah. and Watford absolutely played them off yeah. the fucking park. Saar with two, Deeney on seventy-two. Mm. Uh, yeah, when you three 0 and and just fucking everyone went mental. I was hugging him. I was just like, F- what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to sort of go. This isn't normal. This isn't normal, <laughs> mate. Uh, yeah. Peter, your next choice. Uh, I'm going to go for 23rd of September 2014. Uh, Ventre Kofu. Uh, in J League One uh, against Vissel Kobe, they won 2 0, and I got lost on a train. Yes. Tried to go and see FC Tokyo, yes. got on the wrong train, ended up around Mount Fuji somewhere mm. uh, in a place called uh, Kofu. And um, and uh, and it just so happened that the train that I was on would take me to a town that also had a J League match on. So I was like, <laughs> fuck. I'll, I'll just that get off here. Job, I'll yeah. get off here and I'll uh, I'll get off here and I'll uh, and we'll have a and I'll, and I'll watch this football match. And it was just like it was like watching football in in uh, on a on a planet on an alien planet because it was just like mm. the 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 food was just off the scale amazing. Uh, people would just um, leave their wallets by their side and go to the toilet mm-hmm. and come back and you made a few quid that day didn't you I, so. d- I, <laughs> I have to teach them what the rest of the world is like I, was, have to, you, you I have to teach them it's not me I, I don't want to do it Marcus I'm only doing I it because I love you they're being they're being criminally naive and I yeah. need to teach them yeah. it was like that scene uh, in Trainspotting when you get all yeah. the cards Trainspotting 2 when you get all the cards <laughs> And uh, and 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 uh, and uh, I think it's Gilsinio, uh was the one who scored the scored the um, the, the second goal. Oh, Brazilian uh, journeyman in Japan, come prop, on. Prop. I mean, obviously they travel very well, but they, but they travel to Japan particularly well. But yeah. Cristiano da Silva uh, scored on the thirty fifth mm-hmm. minute, and and I so I've got a Venfra Kofu shirt with Cristiano on the back. Lovely, which is very confusing. But what it, did it was you a, eat? It was beautiful. I had uh, takoyaki. 
and they had some yakisoba. Oh, mate, it was just off the oh. scale. It was just fucking octopus balls at the football. I mean, oh, they are a weapon because yeah. they're very hot inside. Yeah. And they will explode <laughs> on contact. But Again, like, did, of, did you teach them a harsh lesson with them no, as well? No, exactly, no, yeah. But they had like singing <laughs> sections and stuff and it was all very po- polite. It was a bit like, you know, watching um, uh, um, uh, matches in, in America. You know, it's, yeah. it's way more family oriented and, and, and everyone just seems to be just having a good time for the right reasons. Um, <laughs> speaking of tiny explosive orbs, um, got the train home and uh, I, on the way, a coffee was famous for these little, um, uh, famous for grapes. And I picked up some, picked up some, uh, what I thought were like a big bunch of grapes. Uh, but on the way home, I realised they weren't. They were just kind of like condoms filled with jelly. <laughs> and so like, wow. like they weren't actual condoms, but they were like, they, they had the same, that. you know, those old school kind of fucking, um, you know, the Geronimo that blokes in the in the 1940s used to have to put up with, like real thick, <laughs> dusty old condoms. It, looked, it was like that, but it was filled with like grape jelly. She won't so get it was pregnant with this. <laughs> exactly. It was kind of like, uh, but it was just like, it was very sweet and it was, so it was kind of like a grape, but very much a man-made grape, but they were massive. And I thought they were grapes and it was very surprising. Uh, to find uh, find an exploding um, condom full of jelly in my mouth in, on the way home. So that was my day at Vekbrekofu. Uh, they're currently languishing in uh, League Two, but they do have uh, your friend of mine, Peter Yataka, playing for them. Oh, he's there. Lovely. Oh, he's yeah. There. I Love tell you it. what, I, just, I, I thought it was a grape. It turned out to be a condom. It was I, like a how condom. Is that? Oh, dear. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you got one more? Is it one more? Where are we at? I'm kind of torn between like three or four. Like I wanted to do the 2010, the 2010 World Cup final, uh, which obviously we didn't attend, but we got real yeah. close. You can't have that because we didn't go to the match. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not we went to the fan best park next games door. you've seen on telly. I know, but we went, to the fa- we went to the fan park next door, and it was the, one of my best footballing experiences ever. I had so much fun. You had your little FIFA one fleece my- on. I mean, little FIFA fleece on. <laughs> God, I was cold that night. You forget, you saw your South Africa. I don't, it's cold. It's, like, it's, 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 cold. it's summer. It's, it's the World Cup, and we're in Africa. Why is this messing shorts. with my mind? You were in fucking shorts. Um, but clever. What a what a isn't Peter clever boy? Um, but uh, yeah, uh, there was that. Um, uh, what was no, that? No, it wasn't match? that. You can't have that. What you watched it on match? telly, effectively. What was the Barca Inter match we watched? That, yeah, that's At exactly Barcelona. it. That was it. Barca v Inter. Two yeah, 0 Barca. Was, 2-0 Barca, yeah. Messi didn't play. Messi and Zlatan were not playing Zlatan were day. off, yeah. But it was it Jose, was, wasn't it? Yeah, they were against yeah. Mourinho. And of course, yeah. later, it would be the same game in the same stadium. And Inter, what did they lose? 1-0 yeah. on the night, but but they progressed 3-2 on aggregate. But yeah, Jose's them... most important match, wasn't it? It was like, oh, yeah. That was, yeah. He knew that they were going to mm. win the final. But yeah, that, that mm. game was Guardiola's Barcelona. You yeah. had Xavi, Iniesta... PK, all the all the rest of them, other than you know Messi wasn't there, and well, Ibrahimovic wasn't there, but he wasn't. You know, when you think of that side, you don't yeah. really think of him so much. But I, it was just like it's the, the, the highest quality of football you'll you, you know I've ever seen. I think. Mm. Yeah, you know. no, it's amazing. It was yeah. bloody amazing. It was, but, yeah. uh, and then we ended up in a nightclub called Kabul. I seem to recall, and I made you drink three. Uh, it was the it was the world record of getting Bailey's down your throat. And I think we went through <laughs> the end. You can't have more than three. It's very like no, you it's very heavy. And, and you've got to trust. Else you've got you've got to trust with the Fanta, the, uh, <laughs> with all the Fanta floating on the top in little stringy bits. This is gusting. <laughs> I was like, I feel. Oh look, he's pissed. No, I just feel sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I yeah, can't but... imagine the consistency of the vomit. 
I yeah, I don't think he ever, ever vomited in the end, but I, I would say that it was, a, it, was a, it was it was a bloody good night. A lot <laughs> it was, of fun. It was a good night. Glad you mentioned fun. that. Actually, well, yeah. I thought you might mention the Napoli to Kievo one we went to just for yeah, Andy mentioned the yeah. Watford game. The ending on that was I ended up hugging uh, a, a large Italian man. Um, who was he? Looked very huggy. I, th- I remember going to the stadium. I thought, oh, I want to hug you at some point. You would have done it if it was a nil-nil draw, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, I would have respected the local customs, Andy. Um, they're very, <laughs> they're very conservative and keep themselves to themselves in Naples. You see, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that. It's a, good, a very good choice. The other game I thought you might uh, say, Pete, that we went to, uh, which was in Madrid. Oh yeah, the, it was um, England three, Sweden two. England, Sweden, that was great. That was great. Watched so, a, a Viking pull a, um, a toy off a wall. Oh, right, okay. call it. Um, <laughs> and, and it got rained. Did it? It was getting rained off. All the matches were getting rained off because there was absolute torrential rain going on. So yeah, that's right. It. Yeah, there was. Um, we were in a bar near the stadium, and it and it hooned mm. it down. Uh, but France and Ukraine, the game we were watching. Mm. That that they had to go off for like twenty minutes. There's <laughs> so much rain. It was crazy. Mm. But we and saw then, we saw a great game, which which was won with a Danny Welbeck kind of um, little uh, little sort of flick. I always think I always think of it as a Del Piero flick. He did it in the Champions League final against Dortmund. Mm. You know, um, other players yeah. do. I, I, I was trying to describe it almost like a Cruyff turn, but in the I don't know. I've not described yeah, didn't that. Yeah, did Andy Carroll score a header in that match? Andy Carroll scored a header. Andy Carroll scored a header, which was a lovely goal. I I did a I, I did a chat with Danny Welbeck once on on a stage uh, in Luton. And uh, I said to him, I was at that game, I said, you scored like a little Del Piero flick, didn't you, to win the game? And he went, ah, that was a Welbeck flick, mate. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you're not on the top side, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) This is why. It's this stuff. Have some respect and humble. (laughs) He was idiot. He was lovely. Uh, Despite that just terrible display of arrogance no yeah lovely man um, there yeah. we are chaps I, th- I think that's good a, a, an eclectic mix of uh, matches in there um, so well done well done yeah. everybody thanks we, will, we, 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 we played in every last one of them we, we're tired now we're tired <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed uh, the Five Hive today everybody there'll be more um, incredibly uh, great content like this uh, coming in your ears so to speak from the Five Hive thank you Peter it's been a thank you thank you Andy thank you uh, and thank you to all those who participated in the matches that we spoke about, because without that, this podcast couldn't have made, uh, it couldn't have been made without you. So well done. They're the real winners, of course. Lots of love, patron people. See you soon. Ooh, lovely. Ta-ta. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 